Hey there, welcome to This Ocean Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peterson. Today's episode is brought to us by our good friends at Burnout Sun Care, a family-owned company specializing in chemical-free, environmentally friendly, and reef-safe sunscreens. Check them out at burnoutsun.com. Now today, in episode number 64, we speak with Mike Lenane, a man of Western Australia with a strong passion for sharing the world of stand-up paddleboarding, SUP, with others. Mike takes us through his life growing up near Perth and the evolution of his ocean life with bodyboarding, surfing, and then SUP. We hear stories of Mike discovering stand-up paddling for the first time, building a lifestyle business around the sport, and his general stoke for introducing others to SUP and the water. Mike talks about his video production work on projects like SUP in the 1920s, a spin on the old silent movies, and his latest project, This is Stand Up Paddle, that puts a really cool twist on nature documentaries. I have links to it here in the show notes, so you got to check it out. And it's also here in Santa Cruz where I interviewed him for the first annual SUP Film Fest. Mike also talks about his new uh, YouTube series called The Sup Show, where he dives into the world of SUP and all things ocean. So, a lot of great stuff from a man of Australia with a strong passion for SUP and the ocean. So, thanks for being here and supporting the podcast. Get out, get in the ocean, have some fun, chill out on the plastic usage, pick up some trash, do something great for the ocean. Now, let's get into the ocean life of Mike Lenane. Mike Lenane, welcome to This Ocean Life Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Um, fresh off the boat or plane from Perth via Sydney to SFO to Santa Cruz, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good now. Now I've got some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> some sleep, a little coffee. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first thing I've done since I've, I've been here, so I'm pretty stoked. Dude, well, I appreciate you making the flight just to come talk to me today. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So tell us to start us off, man. Why are you out here in Santa Cruz? What are you up to? Um, so I made a film called This Is Stand Up Paddle, and it's in the Santa Cruz SUP Film Festival. So yeah, I'm out here to go and check out, check it out and see how well it does and hang out with people that are thinking the same way as me and see the Santa Cruz SUP uh, Fest. Yeah. So that's going to be cool as well because it's, it's a huge event. We don't have anything like that big over in uh, Perth so yeah yeah it is a big thing it's pretty cool like Santa Cruz isn't like a traditionally I'd say year-round like sup mecca you know focal point it's just been surfing and but the paddle fest comes and there's just people from all over the world like you Hawaiians who come compete there's races surfing etc so and now this year which you're part of is the sup film fest so talk about that like how'd you get invited to that and kind of what is the format of the film fest um so I, uh, I made this video and had like a premiere at my house, backyard, big open, open air, you know, um, cinema kind of thing. And then uh, everyone at the party shared it and it just went nuts. Like everyone in the, it just went all over the world. Really? And then I get a, um, a message from, uh, an email from Max and uh, who's the organizer. And he says, hey man, you want to, you know, you want to consider being in this film festival? I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. First one ever. Yeah. 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 Definitely going to be part of history. So right on. Yeah. So I'll put it in there and then they let me know a few months later that it had been accepted and uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to check it out. So we're going to go out and um, uh, we're going to go, I think it's seven o'clock on this Saturday. We're going to go check it out. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Are you nervous at all that you're going to show your, I mean, your movie has been seen by so many people. I watched it last night and yeah. we're going to talk about it. Uh, but are you nervous at all about the judging part or anything like that of it? No, no, not the judging. Like, yeah, because uh, I think 
the any any criticisms will make me better yeah at what i do so that's what i'm looking forward to is he- hearing why it's not good right it's i mean yeah. it's, it's it's okay yeah right but hearing what's wrong with it because yeah i'm not a filmmaker like yeah. i just do this for yeah i just did it for a goof right you know, just because i love stand-up paddle like yeah. i try to to do anything i can around that field so. right right yeah and that really came out in the movie when we watched it and it's called this is stand stand-up paddle yeah and it's fun for everybody listening. I guarantee they'll have, you have to check it out. It's like six, seven minutes on YouTube. I'll put a link in the show notes. But what's rad about it is, when you hear the title, it could be anything. You know, it could, I mean, stand, this is stand-up paddle. It's like okay, that's this is stand-up paddle. But what you do is you narrate like in the voice of David Attenborough, who's the famous. <laughs> is he Australian or maybe he's British? He's British, yeah, naturalist. British naturalist yeah. yeah, and it's so rad. It's like I'm not going to spoil it for people, but it's like basically like if. The world of an SU of a stand-up paddleboarder was told by David Attenborough from like birth to you know finding his way in the world. You know, so where'd you come up with that whole concept? Um, okay, so I was I was um, laying on the couch. I was pretty hungover actually. Yeah. Um, one morning, and I was just just chilling out, watching David Attenborough films, just relaxing, trying to get over it. And uh, and I just it just kind of flashed to me. I was like, man, this this guy should make a stand-up paddle you know documentary and then i was like no nah, no nah, i'm gonna do that that's awesome no way. yeah yeah so so i just started coming up formulating the birth scene you know you remember that birth scene? oh yeah yeah so classic I, so i came up with that in my head so that's how the whole thing started with the birth scene and um i told my wife about it and she just said you're an idiot <laughs> get some sleep get some sleep mike yeah and um yeah so then i called up my dad uh like that arvo yeah and Two days later, we were up in the desert filming that. That quick? Yeah, that quick, yeah. So I didn't know how the whole thing was going to end, what was going on. I just said, all right, just just get this bit done and we'll see how we go. Yeah. Yeah, so that first first third of the film, got it. we shot all that in like two hours. Yeah, right. And that first part is like coming out of the cocoon, which is a tent, <laughs> and then the, the, the stand-up paddleboarder, you, comes yeah. out, the board, the paddle. It's classic. And then, so that was all in the desert at the dunes and then you have michael booth right who's a legend boothy everybody knows is like the guy yeah you know so is he one of your mates is he nearby like you got him then in the movie too which is pretty classic yeah like we know each other through yeah. i used to work uh, kind of loosely around starboard so um yeah i met him through there and he was a pretty good guy and we got we got on uh really yeah. well so yeah. i just called him up and said hey man um uh do you know do you want to be in this film um so it's basically like I didn't kind of just like it wasn't just like a cold call kind yeah, of thing. Sure. I, I, I because I he'd he'd commented positively about another film I made um, called Suck in the Nineteen Twenties. Yeah, right, right. Right. So I right. knew that like if, yeah. he, if he liked that, he yeah. might like this idea. So I just pitched it to him. I said, "Hey man, do you want to be part of this? You're the you're the antagonist, which is yeah. the bad guy. Right. Yeah, we're in this race together for a stand up paddleboard. You know, which is like." Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a. Well, I can't remember how I said it, like a how a hermit sh- hermit crab discards yeah. its old shell for a new it one. It's a battle for a new shell. Yeah, yeah. it's a battle for the new yeah. shell, right? And then I said he wins. Yeah. You know? So I, I right. knew I knew he'd, he'd be, um, yeah he'd be possibly considerate if he wins. Right. 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 So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how. Um, well, he was like the perfect dude because he's just you know just buff specimen. He's just an animal, right? Yeah. 
And there's a point where you guys are racing down the dunes and it's classic, it's like trials of life. It's like, you know, the featured animal battling this big badass gnarly one, you know, and yeah. here's him, he's just like, you know, it's he's, perfect. Yeah, dude. he's a beast. Hey, I worked out so hard and for so long because nothing will motivate you more to work out than being dude. on film against somebody like that. Yeah. And that, that was me at like a good 80% of my like best ever. Yeah. And I still kind of look pretty measly. Dude, um, it's great though. Yeah, you look great though, man. But it's classic. You know, you guys are bound for the SUP and everything. Um, yeah. No, it was, good. it was good fun, eh? Yeah. It was really cool. And then at the end, you know, you get in the water, you find the ocean, find your way, you yeah. know. Um, that was fun. So sort of start to finish, like how long did it take you from the project start to the time you like let it out, you know, had it produced and everything? Um, when is the big wave? You have a big wave in San Fran. Uh, that's... Big wave? It's a, what are you referring to? It's like a race. It's just like a sub race where they oh, go. Oh, the, the heavy water. The heavy Red water. That's, that's, yeah. So that was when we shot the second act with, with, with Boothie because he just came back from that. Oh, got it. Or yeah, yeah so something like that, yeah, something yeah. around that. And got then it. it was finished about a month after that. Yeah. So I don't know when that is. So it was like three, six months? Like how, give me a time oh, frame. Probably three months. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's cool, man. Uh, it's great though, the music and everything. It's really a lot of fun. You know, um, what, so what was your, you just thought about doing it and you did it as for fun and then let it out, YouTube friends, and it just kind of went viral, so to speak, you know? Yeah, so yeah. What, So after that, you're like, is this something you think you're gonna start getting more into? Like more, legit storyline based movies and stuff um well yeah a little bit um so i don't know how much to let out how much information yeah because <laughs> there's some stuff going on in the background at yeah. the moment yeah um, re regarding making more films but yeah there's there's some more stuff going now cool. so like it's it's expanding so yeah. i'm shooting the awesome. sequel to that one uh, the, to this is stand up paddle uh i'll be in the maldives shooting Oh, most of that uh, in September this year and then I'm going to be in the I've got to go to the desert the, like the Australian proper red dirt yeah, desert yeah. to shoot a bit there no way which is uh, it's going to be a mission just to shoot like 30 seconds worth of footage but it'll, wow. be, it'll be worth it yeah, yeah so, sick dude I can't wait to see that one yeah and then so then I'll be in so yeah it is kind of like it is kind of taken off just offers and yeah. things like that have, have started yep Cool. It started working pretty well. So yeah. I'm here filming a bit. I'll be doing some in South Africa. Um, where else? Indonesia. Nice, yeah, man. Just, yeah. So awesome. it's kind of, it's gone from being like, it, yeah, it's gone from being just a regular everyday job yeah. to being like, wow, this is something really that's big great. happening. Yeah. Dude, that's killer, man. That's cool. Now, one of the things too, and you mentioned that one of the things that Bithy liked, and I, I saw it too, was that this is SUP in the 1920s which is like the, as if you can imagine that like black and white, with the funky old swimsuit, no sound. You're, I think there was like the funky music with the, with the letters on the screen describing what was going on. You yeah. Know? So, so talk about that one. I mean, where, is that just another fun thing you did yeah. to promote the surf shop or the, the sub shop? Yeah, yeah that was, that was yeah. To, to promote my, uh, my sub school. So I've got okay. a, um, so I don't have a shop. I've got, just got a, the school and we do lessons and rentals and stuff like that in Perth. And uh, I thought, yeah, like you got to really get people's attention. You got to make them laugh. Yeah, and you, you yeah. Know, give them something for free, and yeah. then people just like what what you do. So, um, or generally, like if you can entertain yep. them. Um, so yeah, it's the same thing. I had like I had that entire section, the entire one minute 
perfectly. Like the way that you see it is exactly the way I saw it in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I called dad up again and I said, hey, do you want to come down? And we shot it in like an hour. Right. Yeah, it was quick. <laughs> it was done real quick. And um, yeah, it was hilarious. It was, it was pretty funny. Like, yeah. yeah it's just, just cutting it together and getting the sound effects. And It looked fun, man. Yeah. It looked like a lot of fun. It was really fun. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's how I kind of knew something. There's was, there was more to this. Like I should yeah. start making yeah. some more films. Yeah. So. Well, I love the creativity because not only like you've done this neat thing where it's a spin on like a, na- a nature ch- nature channel show with David Attenborough. You just did a kind of a spin on the old school, you know, silent movies of the 20s. You've also done some neat things I've noticed just by scanning your site and everything of like a drone, it looks like high above a bunch of boards and then people kind of time lapse or, or fast not fast forwarding but with the, the faster motion of like spelling big words on the beach oh with the boards. with your boards that's yeah. cool you know yeah. like it, i think there's a lot of creativity that you, you you show there so i don't know kind of where does that come from i mean you just kind of dream these things up and it's a fun thing to do and yeah you go do it yeah that's it so yeah. i just sit there and and i don't know just these ideas flash in my head and i think yeah, yeah i'm gonna do that yeah because i don't know if you let it pass yeah and that's an opportunity gone right yeah. so yeah um yeah, so I, I just did it. I just kind of do it just to, you know, stay sane. So so I get the ideas out of yeah, my head. Yeah. And um and then you know I just put it up there and if people like it. They yeah, like it. Yeah. That one did pretty well actually. Like Starboard got behind that and they posted it out. Oh really? Yeah. Dude, that's which killer. Is, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. How about um you're now moving to YouTube like formally with like a channel called The Sup Show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, your first interview was with Michael Booth. I yeah. checked that out last night. And so what? talk about that. I mean, wh- where'd that come from? What your, were what your goals with that? And kind of what's the format of it? Okay, so I want to have a show where the, the big players in the sport can really talk about what is going on in the sport and what their concerns are yeah. and what they like about it, what they don't like about it. Just basically so that everyone in the world can look at this thing, um, this show and, and see what's going on. Like this is, I want it to be the number one place for people to go um, to hear what the actual players yeah. are thinking and what they're talking about. Right. And uh, yeah, but it doesn't have to be about sup you know like it can also be about anything else that they want to talk about so we can go off on some wild tangents if we want cool and i just i tell all of the people that are going to be on the show that you know if there's we can just go wild we can talk about anything and be you know while it's in the editing process because it takes a while to edit um let me know what you know if you want anything cut out of it right um you know like anything (laughs) that may not be good with the sponsors or may may uh maybe a conflict of yeah. in any way at all yeah yeah and then you know then they can put it out and then that helps them to open up yeah more you know like yeah. one of my big heroes as far as um you know conducting interviews is andrew denton in australia okay. like that guy yeah, yeah. He had this show um called enough rope and hmm. he would just get these people to open up and talk about all kinds of things yeah. and it just yeah so i try to emulate what he does and i yeah it's kind of like the Joe Rogan show right. for SUP, but I'm trying to use yeah. um, Andrew Denton's principles. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. And so how many episodes are you in? You This is pretty new for you, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, so we've only done the, the first one. Yeah, right. Uh, and then I've got a few that I'm doing over here, yep. and then I've got one I'm doing uh, back in uh, back in Perth, because there's like a surf competition over at Roto, yep. right next to Ireland over there. And then what's next? to Thailand uh, yeah I think so I think I've got yeah. 
three more coming out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, so. Have you thought about taking the audio and putting that as a podcast, like side by side? Yeah, but I want I want to have yeah. I want to have a few up yeah. my sleeve, so I have like three yeah, or four. Cool. So then, because it's like, why not send the audio out? You know, because yeah. one thing I've noticed, people are like stoked about the podcast that we're doing, is because they can listen to it in the car. People like you know video stuff, absolutely, but sometimes they don't. You know, you're driving or something. You have an hour, forty five minutes. It's just nice to just put that audio on. With your show, I was watching last time. I'm like, dude, that'd be perfect. Yeah, to add a podcast. It would be, yeah, because well. it's like the long form. It's yeah, not, it's like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. Is, so this kind of influenced it as well. You know, your show yeah. is awesome. So cool. well, I appreciate that, man. It's killer to have you on. So sub show, yeah, I love it, man. I love watching it. Like it's, um, it's raw. It's like you're just asking some questions, and these guys are sharing with you. You know, it's like. I wouldn't call it low budget, but it's basic. You know, you hear you're on some couches, just chilling. It's real raw and real, you know. But so talk about the setup because you have like a camera on your guest and you have a camera on you. So is that true? Like you it looks like you got the production stuff kind of down. It look, it's pretty legit. From yeah. So we've got a, a camera on the guest, camera on me, and then a camera in the middle. So you can switch to that. Like say if, um, say, I, I don't know what. It's it's like a nice little ace up the sleeve. Like if yeah. something's wrong with either camera, you can right. cut to that one. That's cool. Um, and then you have, I, I've got like a, a pretty decent condenser microphone on each of us as well. And we've got headphones so we can monitor the levels. And, nice. But I'm just experimenting with it, you know, because, yeah. um, you know, like sh- should, should I go to... Uh, cut or what cutaway scenes where like it's those guys surfing or those yeah. guys racing you know right. or, like what yeah how's this how's this gonna huh. work so it's gonna take an organic flow to Absolutely. become what it is destined to be yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. right now I don't know what it should be yeah um, start simple and just see where it goes see what people give you you'll get feedback from folks you yeah. know and uh, yeah. yeah and you can tell from the data as well like when you lose people's attention and yeah right things like that yeah so, yeah you know, I just want to create something that keeps people engaged totally. and, and they can go there and find out what's going on in the world yep. what's up yeah it's cool so the SUP show on YouTube um, it's under your name or is, is yeah it, yeah it's under the Mike Lane. yeah Cool. YouTube channel. Yep, yep. Rad, man. Um, and you got some folks this week being out here in Santa Cruz. Um, that's going to be cool, man. So then t- take us back to um, you You don't make movies full time. It's part of one of the, you know, I think the creative um, things you can do. But it sounds like your main thing is Sunset SUP, right? Which is uh, rentals and lesson yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about how you got into that and where that's at today. Okay, so... I'd say just over four years ago, my brother took me out for, like i have been surfing for years, but he took me out for a sup surf, right? And I was just on my knees. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't, you know, it's, I couldn't, hard. I couldn't do it at the first, but um, I just got addicted. I caught like maybe six waves and I was just, I was like, that's it. You know, like I'm packing everything in, I'm I'm putting everything into this. So I like really? learned how to learn how to, I got my sup instructor's qualification, got all the insurances, all yeah. the surf rescue, the, um, uh, resuscitation or like all that stuff started the business just just went like hammer and tongs wow. and as hard as I could for, for four years and now it's finally starting to turn around it's starting to become successful so yeah yeah um, yeah I'm, I just love it I, yeah. I just can't yeah I can't imagine doing anything else right but, but being around SUP so how talk about that transition you know from you're surfing your whole life and we'll talk drill down there too i'd like to hear more about just growing up and everything in that area but 
you've been surfing, prone surfing, and then your brother's like, hey, here's this paddle and this bigger, wider, thicker board. Yeah. But it just clicked for you. Yeah. Like, what was what was it about SCP that just like got you so just you know frothing about it? It's comparatively to surfing, it's so much easier. Like, and it's just. I don't know, there's so much more you can play with. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much surface area, so you can run up and down the board. Like if you wanna if you wanna jump into a wave earlier, like you can you yeah. can hop on the shoulder so so quickly and um, like catch the, the smallest part of the wave and head into the wave if you want and then turn around and catch it. Uh, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, you can yeah. choose your lines. Right. Um, there's just there's just so many aspects that are that are it's um it feels easier, you mm -hmm. know, like I've always like as a surfer, I would be intermediate at best, but yeah. as a sub surfer, I just, you yeah. know, there's no limit. Right. Uh, and you can, and one of the greatest things is that you, you can surf by yourself, you know, like you get solitude and, and yeah. you can really get away from the outside world yep. because uh, if you want to go surfing in Perth or down Margaret River or Yelling Up or any of those kind of cool places was where I live, um, there's just people everywhere. everywhere. Like the, the breaks are so crowded. Whereas if you want to go on a sub, you can catch, a, a you know, foot high wave yeah and have some fun anywhere right and, just, and have the greatest fun ever you know? yeah like, it's, yeah it's um i don't know the waves don't necessarily need to be massive or epic or right. you know barreling or anything for to for me to be happy yeah it's just it's a really cool way to catch yeah. a wave. it's opened up a whole new kind of dimension for you you know being in the water that's awesome so then what about so you you, you find scp you're like i like this i love this right then there's you start to you consider actually teaching others right yeah you know so how is that i mean was that was that like a i'm gonna teach people so that i can make a living being in the sub world yeah. or is it like i do you love just teaching people in general so you know what i'm saying like how does that how do uh, you fit together it's more the first one yeah you know because i just wanted to to be around sup and to to make money doing it. I don't want to work in yeah. the factories and all those previous jobs that I used to have. Right. So it's right. being around what you love. Got it, yeah. got so, it. Yeah, and money needs to fund that. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so do you find it hot, challenging sometimes? And I saw where you guys have your spot. It looks like it's kind of a protected area. But do you, and I always ask people, probably everybody who I, I chat with about, um, who, who takes people out and teaches them stuff. Like I, I teach my kids to surf and everything and that's great, I don't mind diving, everything. But sometimes even with my kids, who it's like a big deal for me to, to teach them this stuff, I look at the conditions and it's epic. I'm like, ah, I kind of wish it was just me out there and not having to teach somebody, you know what I'm saying, be in full instructor mode. Do you have times when like either the waves are pumping or <laughs> it's a, there's a killer downwinder or something you're like, you know, it's your job. You got to make money teaching these guys. Yeah. But you're like, God, I really wish I was just by myself up there right now. There's only been maybe two or three days like that. Yeah. Because uh, I like where I teach is on the flat water, right? Okay. So, it's, so it's away cool. from the ocean. Yeah. Um, it's not distracting. No, it's not. It's not distracting. <laughs> yeah. So like, there has been a couple of days where it's just been, um, it's just been, you know, an epic, epic day. Yeah. Freakish, like. Basically, I run during the warmer months, right? And the best waves in a, in in Perth, where I'm from, is in winter in the colder okay. months. You yeah. Know? So you're never going to really yeah. have that conflict. Right. Um, but there has been a couple of days where we've had freak, right? Freak swirl right. come in, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. But I mean, I, I can't complain. Hey, that's right. I'm, I'm making a living doing one of the greatest yeah. things you could do. So yeah. It's and it's it's such a beautiful thing to take people out and show them that they can do it because. A lot of them come out and they're like, "Well, yeah, you know, 
uh, I'm going to fall off. I'm going to fall off for sure. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You're going to have a great time. And then at the end of the the session, they're just they're just blown away. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe I I can't believe I did it. You know, like my parents, uh, my parents or my kids and my husband they're gonna be so proud of me so i'll give them a photo and oh cool yeah yeah stoke them out one thing i really like about it is just as you mentioned it's like a real easy i think entry into the water for folks yeah who might not swim might even be freaked out of the water yeah you know definitely don't surf but they really want to they want to check it out and like i don't know really maybe kayaking but it's different kayaking they can stand up you can move around you're not just sitting down but it's whether it's a lake or a nice protected bay or even the ocean when it's mellow it's like a nice easy entry into the water, you know, and I just love it. I love the idea because when people connect with the ocean or the water, they're likely more willing to do something to help it, protect it, conserve it or whatever. Yeah. So you're forming that connection, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, geez. Someone's calling me. So then how many, talk about your, your setup. I mean, how many boards, how busy do you get, you know, day to day? Um, So I've got, 25 boards i think oh, wow. i can't remember i've got to go back and count but um so yeah we just do the lessons from eight yeah from eight to midday because yeah. after midday the wind comes in it just yeah. turns the conditions yeah it's too dangerous for people yeah, right um so yeah we do that and lessons at eight and ten and yeah rentals most people just rent you know right and I, like i'll show them even if they don't know how to do it i'll, I'll show them you know yeah. the basics so they can at least have some fun out there right instead right. of just turning them loose so, yeah and flailing yeah. around yeah so that's really yeah it's really fun it's um yeah I, yeah you're I'm digging just, it i'm just loving it so yeah. do you have like a crew like some other instructors to, to help you so it's 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 usually just me like mm-hmm. um and then if it's going to be really busy then i get you know some people down yeah uh, so like my dad comes down and helps every once in a while sometimes yeah, cool. my wife yeah um, like just to handle the, the crowd on the on the land and then yeah. everything on the water I, right. I take care of that yeah 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 um and then say if we have p- lots of people for lessons then you need for duty care and stuff you need uh, more people out in the water so yeah. then i do that yeah I get people out for that yeah as well. nice so that's as you mentioned that's like during the warmer months then what are you doing that slows down probably drastically, like you said, like in the, the, the cooler months. So what are you doing during those months, you know? Uh, so what I was doing was just working on the business and, and working on the back end and studying oh. um, how companies work and like cool. how to expand and like yeah. what the world of SUP looks like and all of that kind of stuff. Just trying to figure out my rise, like how to, yeah, how, sure. to how to rise through it. Nice. But now it's more focusing on the film side of things and like how to use creativity to yeah. to push forward SUP in the world. So, right. Because that's what I want to do is really yeah. show people stand up paddle that would never have seen it. You know, and that's what like that nature documentary does. Like yeah. everyone loves nature documentaries, right? Or not or most people. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so you show them this beautiful landscape and then all of a sudden there's jokes like kind of scattered in right. there as well. Then they're like, wow, what is yeah. this something? And then yeah. the, obviously the end, which is like the whole triumph yeah. of like the, I don't want to give it away, but yeah. the triumph of what, what happens at the end is right. kind of inspirational enough for people to go, wow, well, uh, let's have a look at what's up is. Yeah. Type it into Google and see what's going right, on. Right, right. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Um, so back to what you mentioned about um, just SCP in general as an industry, I mean, it's kind of grown and contracted and like cheap boards and good, you know, it's like this, I think it feels like for me kind of outside looking in, I have a lot of friends in the industry, but where you're at in Perth in that area, what's, 
what's your perspective on the industry? I mean, there's growth, right? And you do a lot of work with Starboard, which is an established, like legit, very quality brand. And then there's a lot of lower level brands, right? Coming in and kind of uh, flood the market and everything. So kind of what's your perspective on the sport and the industry as a whole from what you can tell? Um, so I think it reached a peak a couple of years ago and now it's starting to really back off. But, um, well, not, not really back off, but it's not, not as, as high as, the interest is not as high as it, what, it, what it once was. Um, but it seems to be rising again because this year hmm. was like my most successful year with the company by far. Like we, we easily doubled wow. the amount of people that awesome. we, we've had come through. So from what I see on hmm. my side of things, it looks like it's getting, yeah. getting more, more popular again. Right, so more people, more new people, more new people. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Heaps more new people. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Do you think that's like an economic thing? I know there's probably 4,000 different like um, answers to that, but just curious, like is the economy good? So people have extra cash to go pay you for a lesson or a rental, or is it just more pe people want to get outdoors more? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no real one answer to that. I think it could be the economy, hey, but yeah. I mean, I'm the last guy that knows yeah, anything it's about just that. But it, it does seem like things aren't, times aren't as tough as they were right. a few years ago. Um, so yeah, I think that, yeah. that that's the only thing I could think. Right. Is, is that, yeah. Yeah, I hear the same thing, similar thing from a guy here who's got a pretty much the only real SCP shop in Santa Cruz, um, kind of saying the same thing. It's like board sales are pretty good and they're not cheap, right? Yeah. I mean, like decent boards, like legit race-ish boards, $1,700 US and up. Like those, that's a big investment and they're seeming to be moving, which is cool and great and everything. Um, yeah, it's just good when there people are able to have a little extra dough to get in to do something new, you know. And yeah. that's awesome. Your business has doubled, man. That's like what you want. Yeah, no, it's it's a dream, hey. It's it's doing really well. Yeah, it's um the thing I think that has worked so well is that I have started to understand this that it's not about selling boards or it's not about renting boards or showing people lessons or whatever. It's mostly about showing people that there's an opportunity for like relationships like it's about showing people what there's there's like an, there's something else there that you're selling besides right. besides a board yes. you're not selling a board right. you're selling like a relationship with the ocean or yeah. you're selling um uh like the opportunity to go stand up paddleboarding with your dad or right. with your mum or with your sister or yeah. whoever you know like that's the thing that you're selling yeah. like, so if anyone's selling boards like i don't sell boards but if anyone is selling them, that's the thing right. to really understand yeah. is that you're selling, that's the thing, it's the human connection with right. another human or with the ocean. That's, yeah. that's the, the thing that really keeps people, that will commit somebody to going, all right, I'll yeah. spend two grand on a board. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's actually, that's a, that's a great great point because like for us growing up and you know I have, and I'll show you we're done like boards and bikes and spear guns and foil, like all this stuff. But every new thing you get, Unless it's like the same shape surfboard because your old one's broke and you get the same thing and it's just like your kind of go-to. A lot of those new things, and I've got a couple of foils now, and that's exactly what that is. It's not just like, it's it's a new connection for me to the ocean. Whether I've been you've been doing it for 40 years or it's your first day in the water, yeah. that board is, it's like a con, it's like a connection to the water, you know? Um, 
that's why and some it's funny because like some people who look at the sport from outside go why do you need 12 surfboards yeah you just don't you just need one you're like no man because my connection's different with that board and that board because this i do these that wave and this type of wave for that thing you know um but i think that's cool man that's really what you are doing is selling that connection and they'll come back for more you know yeah 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 um so then take us back even further you know um where you're at in Perth, talk about like growing up, is that your home area? Yeah. And yeah. then like how you got in the water, what you did as a kid and surfing and you mentioned kiting and all the other stuff you've been in, into in the past and what you're also still doing today. Okay, so when we're about 10, 11, we decided we were gonna start going, we started watching bodyboarding videos and stuff. So we, we, we grew up way, way inland. So like okay. 45 minutes away from the ocean, yep. you know, and it was, especially back then it was really hard. Like you'd have to, you know, con someone's mom or dad or whatever to, right. to go and take it out and, yeah. and go for a, for a surf. And because it's so far away, you didn't ever want to leave, right? So right. it was like a full day, day thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, because we were out there for so long, we got, you know, better and better at it. And, you know, the first, the first time you get, your first barrel, it's just, that's it. That's, yeah. you, that's, you know that you're just gonna be doing this for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because it's just something about it. Yeah, so. Who are you with? Like, you see your family, your friends? So, so in the water, we're with our friends. Um, and then like mum or dad would take turns. Yeah. And, you know, they take us out. Or e- even if they got sick of it, we would catch like a bus, then a yeah. train, then another yeah. bus, and we'd, we'd get out there. It yeah. took like, you know, a couple of hours to get yeah. to the beach, but. You didn't care. We didn't care, it was yeah. just, it was all about, yeah, all about the stoke and the journey and the search and yeah, it was it was that was the search for us back in the day. Like I'm going to the mail guys <laughs> <Yeah>. now, <laughs> but for us it was like yeah, the same yeah. amount of stoke. Like yeah. you're gonna get out there and yeah. take all these hops and trains and everything. And when you get there, it might be epic. You're not sure. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like the surf cameras that they had back in the day, like oh, yeah. were literally cameras. They would just like take a photo every thirty seconds. Right. So you'd have and to make a decision based on that. Yeah, waiting for the next one to refresh. Yeah, like oh, it looks big. <laughs> oh, oh no, that one's bad. Yeah, so we eventually. Um, yeah, so, so that's what we do. We just go out and yeah. catch those waves. And then if we're really lucky for like a birthday or whatever, we'd go down to, say, yelling up on Margaret River and surf the real waves, like right. the big, big waves. Right. Like places like Super Tubes. And, oh, um, wow. Yeah. So, so you kind of started. So talk about like the beach. Again, I, I've never been there, so my frame of reference is totally minimal. I understand Margaret River and Super Tubes and all that. But so you, you kind of, you, you trek out to just, the beach break and just jump in the water. That's where you kind of cut your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and so where was that? Like what beach and where was that in relation to Perth? Is it just kind of the outside? Okay, of the so thing? it's it's um, just like literally 5Ks north and 5Ks south okay. of Perth. Like, so very, very close. Right. Um, so there's like Cottesloe, which is all the southern side and then Scarborough and Trigg, which is on the northern side. So we would like, the barrel that I was talking about was Trigg. Yeah. I can still remember it really? today. Like, as if it happened just a second yeah. ago. Yeah. Was, what was it? Were you were we doing surfing or bodyboarding? Bodyboard, bodyboarding. Yeah. So we did bodyboarding for years and years yeah. because um, it's just it's, it's, it's a lot easier to get bigger waves and to get deeper and things like that. Yeah. And then um, eventually we got into longboards and then yeah. surfboards and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Talk about that first barrel though. Oh my god, it was just so I just couldn't believe the sound. Yeah. And the and the the silence just before you go in. Right. You know, so like there's just this adrenaline. You got to paddle, 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 and then you the, the waves just start sucking up, and then you you pull into this thing, and it's just just completely like just a dead silence for a second. And yeah. It just explodes. Right. It's just so loud, and and the how everything's just green right. all around you, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. and it feels like. 
I probably was in there for like two or three seconds. Yeah. Not even that. And right. I just, it felt like, it felt like a minute. Like I had enough time to look around and go, yeah, wow. Trip out is, on it. Yeah. It's like your, your brain processes information yeah. faster. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like I can still remember it today and it was yeah. like over 20 years ago. Oh, so. wow. I'm trying to remember my first barrel. God, I need to think about it a little bit because I should have, I should have be able to recall, recall it, but I can't. What I do recall is the transition from like, either body surfing or body boarding where you're trying to get barreled, but you don't know how to get barreled. Yeah. You know, it's funny because if you know how to do it today, it, you can just go get, you just know where to be with your body or your body board on a wave. Yeah. But when you're just learning, I remember with my friends, like, oh, I got barreled, you didn't get barreled. Like, oh yeah, I did. Cause I kind of, but you fell in front of it or whatever, you know, and I'm watching, I've watched my kids go through that too. And they're trying so hard, but they just don't quite get it until they actually get it. Yeah, you no, know, it just clicks. And then it clicks. You just got, oh, I just need to be down here in the wave versus, or whatever that is, you know, and it's it's a magical thing because they go from kind of just getting beat around and tr trying to get barreled to actually just then getting barreled all the time. Yeah. So I remember that as a kid. And yeah. all of a sudden, like you mentioned, then you're in the, the tube and you're just tripping out in this whole different like world you're so close to, but couldn't really get into for a while. It's, it's like anything in life. You just fail and fail and fail and fail until yeah. you can do it. You know, so you just, yeah. the, the amount of times that I must have got absolutely annihilated by waves, you yeah. know, just by making mistakes. And, and then eventually one day you, it clicks and you yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, man. So you mentioned surfing, um, but then you also started kiting. So when, where, where did you get into kiting at? Um, so I worked uh, a little bit for a place that sold starboard gear and air rush and mm. you know, they're, they're like, well, selling air rush, you should probably know how to kite. Right. So, you know, they put me through some lessons, total legend, say the coolest, coolest place I've ever worked. Wow. And, um, and yeah, so I, I just went out and kited for a bit and, um, yeah, went over to Cocos Islands, and, oh, which wow. is one of the best places um, near us yeah. to, to surf. Um, uh, sorry, to uh, to kiteboard. And um, how yeah, far is that from you guys? Oh, it's a long way. It's like near. I think it's near Sumatra. It's okay. in the. It's, it's right near Christmas Island, so okay. it's in the middle of the. Yeah. 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 Middle of the ocean. Right. Like, there's nothing around. Yeah, for a long, long way. Right. Um, so, yeah, if you love water, it's an incredible place to get to. It's very expensive to get to, though. Yeah. Like you can, you know, you could do like two Bali trips for the the price that it costs to go to the way. Yeah. Wow. To Cocos Islands, but it's like an untouched paradise. Like right. There's, there's, it's not really built for tourism. It's like you can get to some really secluded my brother used to live there so we no he'd way. take us to south island and we would just take all the camping gear and party there all night and just, just have the, the best party like no one yeah. you had the whole island to yourself wow. there's no one around yeah. and the wildlife's amazing right like underwater like i just oh, think yeah. of like the shark like populations of fish and sharks are just epic right yeah just, yeah there's yeah. this thing over there called the channel Oh, I think it's called the channel. Anyway, so there's this, this these two islands that are really close together and this current of water just sucks yeah. through this channel it's so fast it's, and it's really deep. And there's sharks and turtles and all kinds of like uh, eels and yeah. anything you can imagine is right. in there, right? So you just sw swim right, you head to the top of the channel, swim down as far as you can, which is what we did. Yeah. And it feels like you're flying. Oh, just like pulling ass Yeah, there. just hooking. You are absolutely wow. flying through there, yeah. And animals everywhere and yeah. just... Yeah, That's so like you thing, swim yeah. under ledges and have yeah. a look and there's a shark there or there's an uh, like an eel or, yeah. 
that's cool it was it's an incredible place wow yeah. and so you still kite now today like how often do you mix that into your routine oh not really like it's yeah. more of a special <laughs> yeah. special occasion thing so if we like one of the boys trips that we do each year we go to a place that's really good for kiting it's pretty secluded so there's no one really in the way yeah um so i'm not really that good at kiting yeah um i just i can i can start and finish at the same spot. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds pretty it. good. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about that? Like the sense of flow you get from from kiting, you know, and maybe you're riding waves too, or just kind of hauling ass on the water, compared to you know riding waves like on a on a surfboard or an SCP board. Just that kind of the flow is that something that you love to feel as well with the kite? Yeah, um, I like the speed. Hey, yeah, the speed's incredible. And when you when you hit those corners, like it feels like when you're yeah. when you're surfing a big wave, right. like something over eight foot, really drive on it. Yeah, it's 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 a challenge to try and just turn. You know, when you're hooking at those kind of speeds, and I'm not really advanced. Yeah, at, at right. All, so right, yeah, yeah. So the challenge is there. That's what's part of the fun. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool pushing it to the limit of what you can do, and then yeah. you learn a bit from that, and then you keep on making mistakes and yeah. you learn and you, yeah, yeah 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 that's cool and you mentioned when we we first we were chatting earlier you lost a board once that ended up hundreds of kilometers away right yeah like i yeah. mean that's if i trust the guy's story yeah but yeah the guy um yeah apparently he found it um 300 k's north of where i lost it yeah and about 20 k's out to sea yeah yeah he was just out fishing and and found this board right and I, can't, I just can't even believe it you know like i put a, a message yeah. up on a, a kiting page saying hey lost this board if anyone sees it and then somebody sent a message saying hey yeah. someone's trying to sell your board so i found the guy and yeah that's what he said that's where he said he found it yeah it's crazy that he could find it because it's so hard to see stuff in the water just so random like i have a pretty insane spear gun my fan my friend found off the coast of california down near catalina that would just was barely bombing just the, the back the, the butt end of it was up he's like what's this i mean it's just like epic spear gun but it's crazy that stuff just floats around out there you know and it might not ever be found or it might be years later you know yeah um you're stoked you found yours pretty quick yeah <laughs> that board <laughs> so now sup making movies rentals you do so much cool stuff but you also are or have been in a death metal band <laughs> pathogen yeah that's right and you had this long hair man yeah. i was watching some clips and some pictures on, on yeah. facebook and everything so how does that all it's kind of like two different lifestyles the yeah. beach ocean lifestyle and then just like hard rock on stage you know with that kind of with music and everything so how does that where did that come from for one and then kind of how does what are you doing with uh with that now okay so when we started learning how to bodyboard and, and surf and all that kind of stuff um, and do music at the same time. So I was a drummer for years and years. Like, so basically anytime the surf wasn't good, yeah. we'd jam, okay. we'd play music. So I'd be doing, you know, stuff on the drums. Then I eventually learned guitar and then I eventually learned how to do that singing, right. singing loosely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not really singing. It's kind of screaming, whatever. <laughs> hey. But um, yeah. And then uh, by the time I got to 19, um, my heroes were this band called Pathogen, right? Like the local guys and just an absolutely amazing band. And then um, eventually we went to a rehearsal. We were rehearsing at the same place. So I was on drums and then they were in the next room and I didn't know. Wow. And, and I was singing death metal vocals and playing drums at the yeah. same time. And through a mutual friend, someone, they, they got my phone number. They found out who I was and they said, hey, man, do you want to audition for, you know, getting rid of our vocalist? Yeah. Do you want to 
audition to be the vocalist and I was like no way. yeah man really yes, yes I do yeah um so I auditioned and they were like yeah let's do it and I was just like a dream come true I just Whoa. couldn't believe it like being like thrown into that world it was just crazy and then you know next thing you know we're releasing like we released an album and then we're on airplanes like doing a show every day in a different city no and way. Wow. It, was, it was just wild like a wild wild time and um touring with our heroes you know like just to get to meet these guys and then like have them respect you and you respect them at the same level as as professionals like it was it was a dream a total dream come true wow and then i left the band um uh, a few years after that i think it was in the three or four years and then um, went back and you know did more of the the ocean life kind of stuff right and um, right and then just recently um a guy named phil anselmo from pantera um he's playing a show over in Perth and we got asked to do to be one of the supports for that yeah. you know like as a reunion thing so we said yeah and then the pathogen fans all came out of the woodworks because the band had since retired yeah. so it had some roots some, some fans were still were still around and it just and it just went nuts yeah like there was that's insane it was the place was just packed to the rafters and yeah. we just tore the place to yeah. pieces it was so cool that's so awesome yeah. so if you had to pick right now or you had two minutes to decide Doing another show like that, right? Where it's a thousand people you mentioned, it's going off. And I, I'm imagining, again, that sense of flow of being in that just as insane. Yeah. Or like an SUP surf on a killer overhead perfect day or something. You know, what would you pick? Yeah, the SUP surf. <laughs> yeah. It's just so, it's so much better. Yeah. yeah. And you, you don't have to, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. so much better. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's amazing playing in front of like, you know, eight, nine hundred people and just tearing the place right turning the place up yeah but um yeah there's just something something so much better about being in the water yeah especially in those kind of conditions i mean it could even be like half that could be like two foot and i'd I'd rather do that yeah so yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome man so what i mean you'll continue to just practice music on the side and then if you know does as like a nice hobby and a release for you back at home is that yeah yeah yeah. I i just goof around with that kind of yeah. stuff like i can play like all the a whole bunch of instruments so yeah, i cool. just slap some tunes together and, yeah. and goof around but yeah the pathogen thing was just it was yeah. really really cool just to hit yeah. it again and see nice. the guys because like I, I was out of the scene like completely yeah once i left and so. in a whole different world yeah i'm guessing yeah. the yeah, beach was, sup world is probably way different than it's the heavy metal world it's crazy guessing. like when, when, when you finish a, a, a sup surf I, you know like you're just chilling out in the beach hanging out with my wife and my friends yeah. or whoever and when you finish you know like this show that we did yeah i tried leaving through the front door yeah i couldn't get out the back door and um it took me like 30 minutes you know like i i um i had to go drop some stuff off back home uh, and then come back and the, the amount of photos and autographs oh, yeah. no and like, people want to meet you and they sign this, take a photo with me. It was it was amazing. It was, cool. But it's like it's really really crazy, yeah. like, crazy intense. Intense. Like right. you you feel like a celebrity or something. Right. And then Dude. so two different worlds. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So then you mentioned a lot of cool stuff this year. You're going to the Maldives to do some video. You're here in Santa Cruz for the film fest. You're your movie, this is Stand Up Paddles, an entrant, entrant, I guess, into that the festival. Um, what other big things you're growing your YouTube channel? So a lot of cool stuff, man. For 2019, any other big goals you have or big things happening you didn't mention yet? Oh, 
That sounds like a pretty good lineup right there. So there's the next thing I want to conquer with the, the filming stuff. So uh, I was like, I couldn't make a documentary, right? So that's what made me want to make it is because it was like scary. It was like scary to, to try and undertake yeah. that because I don't know how to do that. Right. So you, you got to hmm. think about it. And so now my next thing is to make uh, a SUP based action film. Yeah. So that's one we're shooting over. I haven't nice. asked any of the guys yet to right. do it, but we're, I'll be filming a few cameos over here. Cool. Um, which would be kind of cool just yeah. to have like, oh, wow, that's that guy, you yeah, know? Yeah, So I don't want to give too much away, but it's like a, um, I'm basing it on like, you know, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's going to be kind of like that, but it's, it's going to be short, like yeah. three, four minutes, right. but it'll be right. like a, like a, yeah, yeah. high intensity action. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. But based around SUP. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. You know, because right like right now, um, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So now the next the the beauty of it is i'm trying to figure it out yeah yeah that's cool man it sounds like you're on the right path i mean definitely creative you got all the video stuff and just the passion for it i mean that's key i mean i i can relate with the, the podcast it's like it's fun just doing this it's fun just the out the like the end results killer but even just the process is rad you mm. know and that's what you kind of lose yourself in just having a chat today and then i'll tweak this listen to this and do some stuff and make some cover art just that process is actually like my favorite part and then of course the end result comes out and you're stoked on it but uh it's just a nice way to express your creativity in a different way you know yeah, and then really you get fun. on the water and that's a different way to express creativity yeah but i think all of it's good you know it's really cool to see other people get stoked on it as well yeah yeah like some of the comments that i've seen it, really just kind of blew me away yeah because you always expect people to like anytime you're striving for something great you always expect um people to try and rip you down um and i really haven't had too much of that yeah you know? that's killer man yeah yeah i know i'm always so stoked that somebody's like i'm, I'm just thrilled that somebody would t put this on and listen to my nasally voice chat with somebody else for 45 minutes like i'm just thrilled that people are willing to share their time with me you know um listen to this you know and same with you with your with your your videos you know it's just like it's so rad that you did something and people are stoked you know it's an interesting add a little, yeah it's yeah. cool man add a little stoke to the world you know and little ways like that yeah yeah cool mike well I wish you the best of luck this weekend at the SUP Film Festival here in Santa Cruz. Hope Thank you get you. out, get some water. Oh, yeah. Needed boards or wetsuits or whatever. I don't know if you got all that, but let me know. I've got all too much of that. Um, yeah, man. And then I'll put this is Stand Up Paddle. It's a killer movie. I'll put links to it. Is that on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then your SUP show also on YouTube. I'll put a bunch of links. So folks listening, go check it out. Um, yeah, any other shouts out or anything else? Um, get out there. No, I guess a, a big, huge thanks to Boothie for, yeah. for being in the film because I'm sure that it wouldn't have reached as many people uh, if he wasn't in it. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, he's basically like, what, the Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Michael Jordan? Yeah, stuff. yeah, so, yeah, pretty much a rock star, yeah. Yeah, so just to have him out there yeah, yeah was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's right. thank you, man. Boothie. Yeah, for sure. And thank you, Boothie, for coming on the podcast. I had a fun chat with him, man. The guy's, a, the guy's an animal total legend um well mike thanks so much man good luck and appreciate your time today dude thank you right on cheers cheers hey there thanks so much for listening to the podcast today we really appreciate all the support uh if you like what you heard uh please you know uh hype us up on social media always appreciate you know spreading the word uh give us a nice little rating on the uh your podcast app and uh, just keep tuning in if you're interested in being on the show and sharing some of your life stories 
uh, hit me up, josh at thisoceanlife.tv. You can PM me uh, on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, thanks again for being here and uh, have a great day.